When you experience even the slightest sensation of panic, does it affect your ability to think clearly or at all? Imagine what happens then when a person experiences trauma. How does the brain impact the body's response? Dr. Pat Ogden explains how things unfold and why understanding the connection can be key when it comes to trauma treatment and recovery. When we experience trauma, it stimulates our survival responses. Um, it activates our right amygdala, which you know sounds the alarm for fear that some action needs to be taken, and that, of course, um, organizes our actions much quicker than if it went through the cortex, and we had to think about what action we were going to take. So when when we have the experience of being threatened and being in danger, we respond instinctively through our bodies um, because the amygdala, the amygdala is lit up um, and the brain is wired for survival. Um, and when that happens, the thinking brain often just is, is not active, it shuts down. Some trauma, trauma survivors re-experience this phenomena over and over by traumatic reminders. So their, their subcortical um, instincts are triggered along with the shutting down of their frontal lobe. So many patients say, I can't think clearly. And when my trauma comes up, I feel crazy, I can't think, I'm in an emotional state, I have a lot of body sensations that I don't understand. Um, so it's very difficult for people to make sense of this, uh, our patients, of what's happening to them when their trauma is re-stimulated. And, and this is where I think brain science can be helpful clinically because just a little bit of psychoeducation to a patient can help a patient feel, oh, I'm not crazy. This is normal. This is natural. There's nothing wrong with me. Um, we just have to work with increasing the flow of information so my frontal lobes and my left hemisphere can help organize and regulate um, these subcortical responses. That was just one example of how brain science can empower people to make real strides in recovering from trauma. Hello, friends and family. Welcome to Sober is Dope. This is Pop Buchanan, your host. I am eight years sober. I'm a recovering alcoholic, and I started Sober is Dope to share my story, to talk about ways in which we can improve in our recovery, in our life, and on in our mental health. And today I want to talk about a beautiful concept called post-traumatic growth. Now, we all hear about post-traumatic stress and uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, and that's one of the things that we hear about a lot in the recovery community and when dealing with trauma, mental health, and life. But the beautiful thing is, through a traumatic experience, one can experience growth, and you could become a better person after processing a traumatic event or experience and that's why I wanted to talk about post-traumatic growth today because it's a positive idea it's a positive concept and I really just really love it in psychology post-traumatic growth or PTG or benefit finding is a concept describing positive psychological change experienced as a result of adversity and other challenges in order to rise to a higher level of functioning. Richard Tedeschi and Lawrence Calhoun coined the term post-traumatic growth to capture this phenomenon. 
defining it as the positive psychological change that is experienced as a result of the struggle with highly challenging life circumstances. Causes of post-traumatic growth occurs with the attempts to adapt to highly negative sets of circumstances that can engender high levels of psychological distress such as major life crises which typically engender unpleasant psychological reactions although some people get resilience and post-traumatic growth confused they are not the same animal resilience is the process of adapting in the face of tragedy where post-traumatic growth refers to a positive changes experienced as the result of adversity in life so with trump so for me and when i'm dealing with my recovery there was many things that i dealt with that was traumatic and I had to learn how to grow through it and I had to learn how to put it in a, a healthy perspective so I didn't ruminate on it and let it affect me and cause more stress and anxiety. So we know when we experience any loss or grief, something that we lose, whether it's a death in the family, whether it's a loss of a loved one or a loss of a spouse or somebody that we're in a relationship with, someone breaks up with us, we, you know, any form of rejection, Losing a, a powerful job, losing a career, losing money, being betrayed, all of these things are by our brain and our mind processes these things as grief and loss. And when we go through these traumatic experiences, and whether it's abuse or any type of thing like that, it affects us and the brain changes through neuroplasticity. And when our vital neurotransmitter hormones like dopamine, norepinephrine, and serotonin if they're for if when they fall to unhealthy levels that's when these mental health um uh, when mental health issues arise and it's very important to understand how trauma works with neuroplasticity in the brain and how the brain deals with trauma and how we could potentially grow through the trauma and that's why i was very excited to talk about post-traumatic growth because on my eight-year journey of healing and recovery i realized people always tend to focus on the trauma but they don't f focus on the post-traumatic growth or the potential to grow through the trauma and i think this is important for us to be able to label so you know this exists and you know the possibility exists to grow through the trauma and not get stuck within the tragedy the depression the sadness of the trauma itself let's grow through it let's bloom out of the mud and the dirt of the trauma and let's blossom into something more beautiful so please enjoy this talk that i'm providing where we're going to talk about post-traumatic growth and we're also going to talk about how trauma affects the brain through neuroplasticity enjoy can a client emerge from a tragedy at a higher level of happiness than they experienced before Dr. Sonia Lubomirsky, a psychology professor and researcher, has studied this phenomenon known as post-traumatic growth. Sonia reveals why this happens, but not only that, she shares new perspectives on how to foster it. So imagine that someone had a bad event, like whether it's a diagnosis or losing a job, losing a spouse. And for some people, they kind of, they're like this in happiness, they go down and they never recover. And that's actually a pretty small subset. Other people, they go down in their happiness and then they go back up the same level and that's the majority um, and so a lot of resilience research is on that you kind of and that's literally what resilience is you bounce back so you bounce to the same level you were before 
But what I think is the most fascinating are people who are kind of going down, and then when they come back up, they actually come to a higher level than they were before. And that's called post-traumatic growth. Not to say that we should all experience trauma so we could experience that, um, but if you have experienced it, some people just are able to, they grow, they appreciate their life more, they feel like life is so precious. I didn't know, you know, I didn't really appreciate that before. They kind of live day to day. But, you know, and what's interesting to me is are the individual differences, you know, what, what, what makes that person special that see it that way? And actually, my very, very, at the beginning, when I first started doing research on happiness, back when I was in grad school, my advisor back then, and I, he, he had this friend, uh, talked about this, he had a friend who was a Holocaust survivor. Well, actually, two different people he knew who were Holocaust survivors. And he said, one of them said, you know, it's indecent or obscene to ever be happy again after the Holocaust. Like, after that happened, how can anyone be happy again? And the other person said, it's insane or indecent to never, to, to be unhappy again. Like, how can you not enjoy life, regular life, you know, after you've survived the concentration camp? So it's just to kind of puts into this stark contrast, this very different perspective that some people have. Fortunately, most people have the more positive perspective. Uh, and they grow. And so anyway, that, that's what's most interesting to me about resilience. Um, there's also some research that shows sort of how people can become more resilient. Laura King, who's at Missouri, she does research on meaning. And so she finds, for example, that, you know, some people make this distinction between happiness and meaning. Like, you know, you could be happy or you could have meaning. And, and I've always thought that they really go together. You know, it feels good when you feel like you have meaning in your life. And so that's exactly what she finds. She actually did this really great study where she measured people throughout the day. And she asked people, how happy do you feel? And how much meaning do you feel right now? And on days that you felt happier, you, you felt you had more meaning. And on days you had more meaning, you felt happier. So they kind of cause each other. Um, and lots of other. She also studies coping. And um, she finds, for example, getting back to coping, that when people experience negative events uh, or like real major adversity, they uh, not only, they, they actually can become happier and they become more mature. And so she, for example, has studied uh, women who have kids with Down syndrome and sort of she studied uh, their life stories and how how they describe, you know, when they first found out and and basically she finds that most of them have become kind of more mature through that experience, more kind of cognitively complex. It's like they think about life in a more com complex way. Um, she also looked at, so these are, so she looked at different groups, women who got divorced after many, many years. So older women who are divorced after like very long marriages, suddenly their identity has changed and how they've coped with that. And they also, she also studied uh, gays and lesbians who've come out um, and how, you know, the hard parts of that. Um, so anyway, so she finds that people not only get happier after some of these very difficult events, but they become more mature. When major adversity hits, it can recalibrate a person's perspective in ways that they may never have imagined. 